Hi and welcome to Spiritual Link the Podcast, a podcast about how developing spiritual well-being can help you in your daily life and how that can enhance your confidence in who you are and what you are. The podcast is hosted by Ines and Tor. Ines is a development medium with over 30 years of experience in the field and Tor has been working with her since 2013. In this episode, Ines and Tor talk about questions around past lives, sacral chakra and tarots. You can support us by sharing an episode on your social media channels, subscribing to our podcast and leaving a review. Remember, you can always find us on at spiritualinko on Instagram. Hey Ines! Hello, hello Thor, good to see you. Good to see you too, Thank how are you, you doing today? N- not bad, the sun's coming out mm-hmm. and it's just nice, isn't it? it I know is we nice. might top 29 or 30 but Gee, it feels good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it, I, hope it keeps, I hope it keeps like this because yesterday yeah. it was like really sunny in the morning and then just got really gray. Yeah, yeah, it's, so. it's, it's really, really nice. It's very nice indeed, yeah. yeah. And I loved what you, you said to me uh, the other day that you were be, you've been getting some feedback. Yeah. And you've also been getting some questions. I have as well. And uh, I'd love uh, to continue, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what we did last week, mm-hmm. at least for this session, because these are questions that... Uh, I've certainly asked myself as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will, um, we will continue on the questions because I think people found that found that really useful and like specific and easy to like follow. So yeah, let's do that. Let's, uh, okay. let's continue on the questions. So, uh, okay. Ines, what is, what's, what's your first question for today? Well, the first question is, um, I, um, our reactions sometimes and our opinions are often so really different from our family. Um, not only our intimate family, but just, we're just, in a different mindset you know where does that come from why uh, you know why are we so very different to to those uh, of our parents which are biological or brothers and sisters aunties uncles all of those situations and that's often a very uh, it's um, a very delicate point sometimes you're like the black sheep of the family because you're not towing the rope as you will so obviously uh with the continuation of life, lives, of course, and uh, the different aspects of learning that we all have to go through, such as, I think we were mentioning this the other day, we could be lovers, supportive, everything. And then the next life is can very often be hugely detrimental. You're stealing, uh, you're, you know, everything nasty you can think of, we have done to each other. And that actually, oddly enough, slightly digressing is actually love would you believe i'm going to hang drawn quarter you because i love you it's it what it is is of course is the karmic progression and the karmic learning i'm not trying to be funny about this but if we have a perspective of what is required of us as physical beings why we are here and what we are meant to do it does make sense so there you go last time they say in that person's life, there you go, at loggerheads. Maybe your business partners and one runs away with, with a loot, grabs all of your customers or whatever it happens to be. And this time, you can't stay away from each other. You're just, oh, awesome, my soulmate. Totally true. But you're also the soulmate of the business partner that ran away with everything. So what is now happening, the, as um, karmic progresses, of course, Often, 
like more often than not, we still have a little teeny weeny bit to finish off from the last time. So we have this warring couple, it doesn't have to be man and wife, whatever, just this partnership. So your frame of mind will be geared, will be such that you are still out of the general loop of the family environment that you are now, that your DNA is now a part of. All of that family group, uh, if we just take you as an outsider, is actually there to support your life, either by making it difficult, which means if they, the family's making it difficult, you go. Eventually, you just get out of it. You've had enough. I'm going to do it on my own. That is your karma. If the family unit was so supportive, no, I don't think so. I can put up with it. I'll, I'll hang around. So literally, the universe, your family that you may not like, disagree with, blah, 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 are actually supporting you by making the life as difficult as possible for you to go. That is the learning situation. It's not always as simple as that, but there's a huge, it's really a huge part of everything. And of course, we talk about regression. We talk about meditation again. We talk about, um, um, uh, what, uh, what, what is the other word that I'm thinking of, Thor? Um, contemplation, all of those situations. Um, and without getting complicated, what we talk about is not complicated. Simple, relax. Uh, concentrate, allow your mind to move deeper and deeper and see what you can find. What happens once we get the realization of, okay, so now you agree, yeah, they're really helping me, but God, I still have to go. It makes our life easier. And what it does, it actually moves away, if I can use this term, the darkness from our aura. If we're agitated, if we're angry, resentful, it causes something. It's, it's, like a, it's like a little rain cloud all over us. When that is eliminated and we're glowing and bright and fluffy and bushy-tailed, we can get on with our life, but also people want to get on and help you with your life. They want to be part of your life, maybe not your family, because that's another, another area of karma. So it's very important also to be happy with yourself, okay? So I think differently, but there is a reason for it. And that also, that reason is also so important if you're going through, let's say, splitting up of relationships, that there isn't a harboring of anger. Okay, say, say you were jilted, you know, affairs, everything that, uh, uh, that can possibly happen. You feel jilted, you feel hurt, you feel in pain. But if there's an understanding that this is also part of a learning process, you as that individual, will have the strength just to let go of hate and anger and resentment, revenge, and makes life a lot easier. That's yeah. the, I mean, I, uh, I'm, I know I'm waffling a little bit, but that is part of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's in, I mean, it's an interesting thing because I am obviously someone who left. No, not obviously, but I am someone who moved out of from home quite early. And like, I, I mean, I moved country, right? Yeah. So, you know, and I was, I am, I am very, very different to the, my sisters and my, and my parents. You know, I am I am exactly the person that you um, you're talking about in so many in so many ways, because it was quite difficult. And I was like, oh, I just have to leave this. You know, I have to get out. So, How old uh, were you, Thor? Because you were you really bit the bullet very young. Yeah, that's, I left when I was uh, I think I left when I was 20. Yeah, that's young. 
Yeah. We're still vulnerable. We're vulnerable all the time, but that's excellent. Yeah. That yeah. you have the guts to do it. Yeah. So I left when I was 20. Yeah. And you had no friends here, did you, in England? I, uh, interestingly enough, which was probably karmic, is that I, I did uh, get, I met someone, well, I met Charlotte six months before I left. Oh, oh before, okay. In Norway, you know, I got oh, to- Is she I got, Norwegian? No, no, she's English. She was doing a show over there. And okay. so I met someone in, in Norway six months before I left, and then she obviously became my friend. So I had like one friend and Good. I came here. Yeah, which was, yeah. you know, I didn't, that, that wasn't there initially. But yeah, I had one friend when I left. Wow. Mm, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's that's really good. It's it, to step out into the unknown is hard, and that is also part of a, a strengthening of the inner inner self. If we take that step and do our best, it, it you get butterflies in your stomach and all kinds of things. You don't know where you're going. But my God, it's the progression, spiritual progression. Because then, what also happens? Other doors open. Mm. Because that physical human being took the first step. And then however a person equates the universe and help, trust me, then it is, then it is forthcoming. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about taking that first step, isn't it? And stepping, yeah. into, that, yeah. stepping into that discomfort, really. Because it can, all, it can be yeah, very exactly. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about spirit, but all, also I think we ought to really uh, acknowledge our own physical vulnerability as human beings. Mm. Okay. So we're disposable. But guess what? We're alive now. And, uh, and, <laughs> yeah. that's, that, yeah. and that's precarious. Yeah. So yeah. if we have that guts as physical beings, we have to eat, we have to somehow live and exist. And that's not always easy. Mm. If we can make that choice, if we can make that change, mm. top marks to humanity. Yeah, yeah, top and marks to humanity. The interesting thing is um, that all the ugly wars and so on, it's, it's the Middle East, it's also Africa and all those countries, aren't they? And sometimes we see the uh, um, on, on the news all these uh, areas that have uh, left their countries, either drought or war zones. I mean, this is a total reshuffling of Earth's population. You're being driven out. You're not being given a choice because you love your home. Mm. You love your country. You love what's around you. You don't want to leave, even if it's a bit tough. But because people don't want to, guess what? We're kicked out. Mm. We're kicked out of our nest and we have to make a change. Yeah. Yeah, that's really difficult. It, it is. Yeah. And often, you know, with new languages, new customs, even if you all look the same. The customs are always different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, they really are. Yeah. So what, what have you got, uh, Thor? Yeah, let me have a look at my let me have a look at my questions. So, okay. So uh, you know, last time we talked about um sacred sites and the, their importance and what they do and what they don't do. Um, one question that came to me, because obviously we also have something which is often called the sacral chakra, right? Which is mm -hmm. this, which is the stomach chakra. So why, why, why is it called sacral? Is it more sacred? Because obviously we have seven main chakras and there's lots of small ones. Is it, is it more important? Is it more sacral than the rest? No, all the chakras uh, work together Yeah. in harmony. And of course, if we're just talking, I will get to the sacral one. Uh, if we're talking about, uh, say, the, uh, the third eye, which is obviously the intuitive part and or the crown chakra, of course, which is the entry of spirit, yeah. not entry of E-S-E-T, 
that comes through another opening, of course. But all the sacral, all of these wordings, of course, uh, have relevance to our physical needs of making something more important. The stomach chakra is no more important than the next, because mm. if the next one isn't there and also looked after, the sacral one, the yellow, also cannot function. Yeah. Um, when we do the meditations, often I, uh, I say, uh, uh, let us say I'm, I'm uh, this the Kundalini or the base chakra, red, and then of course we go to the orange. I say either spleen or stomach. I never, I'm never quite certain which to do it. I, I said to the guys, you know, which is it? They said, does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. Mm. It's how a person sees it. Yeah. What does matter is that it is, uh, it is um, adheres to the correct color. Yeah. So no, it's just not more sacral. Somebody will say something different. That's good. Yeah. Fine. If it works for you, that's fine. But no, it's not. They all have to be in tune together. Yeah, to exactly. Create the universal symphony harmony yeah and with that harmonious sound through us that's when everything is balanced we go to nirvana the epitome all of those things yeah yeah yes they all have to be balanced and cleared and grounded and they're all, that jazz, all right? equally important yeah 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 all exactly yeah yeah but the it's interesting, interesting thing is it? pardon me i was just gonna say it's interesting isn't it how people sort of name stuff to make it more important and so on and so forth because it's really not it's just all of them are really because a lot of people also focus on the heart right the heart it's center dum, you know? dum, dum, dum. it's an organ yeah it, it hurts sometimes and we have emotions but it is still an organ mm. and that that is the beginning and the end say the, the orange chakra and you go to, to a healer or whatever, uh, and they, oh, it's totally out of balance. Says you have said nothing about this. Yeah, yeah you better, it's, it's fighting for its existence. It's trying to uh, heal itself as well. So that is not necessarily that your mind is upset. Your mind is trying to fight it as well, but it's not a personal thing. So if that band, um, uh, say, needs rejuvenation, you might even find yourself craving tangerines it's the natural reaction uh, or if it's too much you uh, you need something else um, to get personal with your own brain you can go down a very dangerous path mm. and i use the word dangerous very guardedly we are salient individual people we are human human beings uh, the chakrams work together with meditation and contemplation around the world. As we said last time, everything is so necessary for every everybody. You pray, you sing, you do this, that, the other. You need to, we need to release our mind in order to get the strength of who you are, the confidence that you're okay, meaning you are the way you have been created. And then with the illnesses or disruptions in our life, then, of course, we can, uh, uh, you know, we can do this. But to put too much emphasis, oh, da, da, da. My opinion, which is only limited to me, I am always very careful. If someone is not able to uh, explain things to me that I am able to understand it, it gives me the feeling of being dumb. Perhaps I am dumb. But you do not make somebody else feel dumb. Mm. And if we talk about sacral, the person can say it is the orange chakra. It is the orange uh, orange uh, color band. 
Nothing else needs to be said. If you have someone who is uh, uh, in this lifetime perhaps hindered uh, with uh, ability to gain knowledge, such as they don't have the, the ability to learn as such, nine times out of 10, these individuals are very able to grasp color understanding. So that individual could be one of the most amazing color therapists on the planet. And, but they're not able to understand the word sacral. Mm. And that's where I'm trying to come, come to. If you need the word sacral and all the other beautiful uh, Sanskrit words, go for it. Yeah. If it feel you're actually doing something important. What we're, doing, what we're talking about is so normal. It's part of our life. Yeah. So today I want spaghetti bolognese and somebody else wants, uh, you know, just tofu salad. And... I tried uh, tofu recently and I quite liked it actually. I hadn't tried yeah. it before. I was, yeah. I was, oh, this is not that yeah, bad. Yeah, no, I like tofu. Um, you have to go to uh, maybe because you're in London, you can get better tofu. I don't like the little teeny weeny bit of squares. I like them when they come in chunks and blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a chunk. Yeah, I got like a chunk. Yes. And actually, I yeah. taste it a bit like pancakes. Yeah, oh, pancakes. Okay, sort of a yeah. nothingness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort, of, sort of like a pancake nothingness. I was like, oh, this is yeah. not that bad. Yeah. This is, this you right. can get yeah. them barbecued as well and all kinds of flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They mix them into salads. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for mm. digressing people into um, foods and tofus and no, stuff. No, well, I, I mentioned lasagna. I mentioned bolognese or something. That's like, right. didn't I? Yeah. So um, what's your next question uh, that you've uh, you've received, Inez? Um, I was uh, I was thinking uh, about acquiring preferences in, in life. Okay. Um, once I had um, uh, preferences such as let's say how we um, either want to live, desire to live, what to eat, you know what we're saying, and all those sort of in areas. I um, I did a group with um, uh, with Owen in uh, in the inner city, and I had uh, actually never met individuals who were illiterate. And this group, there was one young woman in particular who was illiterate. And we were talking about something very sim similar. And um, they all lived in very, very, very humble uh, circumstances. The, little, the young woman I'm talking about had lived in one room. And her friend chirped up and said, oh yes, da, 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 da. Sits in her room on her bed she makes it very nice with her bedspread. She has a mirror there and she lies on it like a diva. You know, she surrounds her with, with a scarf, so whatever she has at hand. And she adorns herself with that and looks into the mirror. So we all had a good laugh at her expense. And uh, we meditated. And because obviously they're spirit controlled for their benefit, it turned out when it came her turn to reiterate what she said. She had been an exquisite, wealthy lady in the last lifetime. So she got, you know, she got the cherry on the cake. This time it is quite the opposite. She lives in poverty, lesson. But what her mind was doing, it was remembering those times. She knew she didn't have money. That wasn't the issue, but she still had the yearning to adorn herself, to look in the mirror, to lie seductively on, on her couch because that was her past life. And what it did, uh, it didn't take away from anything, but she wasn't teased. She was acceptance of herself, 
that she wasn't off the rocker, of a rocker, that she wasn't trying to uh, stimulate something that was so unreal because of her hardship. It was a reality. And our preferences are often like that. Mm. Her living accommodation didn't change. Or why do some people insist, let's say they have a, their fortune and they have a lot of money. They insist on building this weird ego, ego sort of house. They become hermits. Because what they're doing is a flashback. This time they're meant to have money, have enough to eat. Last time, guess what? They didn't. You know, they went from one month to the next hoping they could survive. So it's, it's always a balance. Mm. So a lot of our preferences, what I'm saying, come from that. Our fears come from that. If you were buried alive, which some cultures at a certain time did have, you were walled in to bring luck, you know, in certain cultures. You don't forget that that easily. Mm. It's there. It's a memory. Yes. And sometimes that memory comes forward. So you have a fear of claustrophobia. Mm. Maybe you were thrown off a mountain, you know, a sacrificial lamb or it's just a fight. You're afraid of heights. Ooh, don't like that. I remember something really bad happened to me. You know, that not quite that way, but I don't like this. Mm. Remember that one person in the group thought uh, they were so afraid of worms mm. and they were buried. They, they thought they, had, they, they, uh, they weren't buried alive, but they thought the person was dead, which was them. And they were buried in, by Egypt and they had big worms there. And, uh, and this person remembered all the worms. They did sort of grovel out of there, out of the gray, whatever it is. But, you know, it's, they're often explanations. They're interesting explanations. And they help us to understand ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Past life regression does, right? Because stepping yeah. into that and seeing seeing what's been foreign. And I think, I mean, it's like you said, like her circumstances doesn't change and so on and so forth. But there's obviously something within her mind which changes, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, um, I'm hope, I was hoping that she would... Um, be content with herself. Yeah. She didn't think she was weird. Yeah. That there was a, a, a reason just because uh, she was illiterate didn't make her dumb. Yeah. And that uh, gives you self-esteem, which is important. We're all yeah. entitled to that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Certainly her, her friends were kind, but there's no more ridicule. They could yeah. not ridicule her. They could just say, wow, what else do you remember? You, did you live in a palace? What did you do? All of a sudden, her uh, relationship in that group became very different. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's very interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it is interesting, yes. What's, uh, what's one of your, what, what's one thing that you've derived from a past life that you've seen? Uh, fear of, I loathe knives. Abba, abba, abba. I, I'm better now. Also wild animals. But in the uh, when I was regressed, it was I was a hunter. So uh, and um, I was killed through I, either it was a, a bear or uh, or some uh, wolves, something like that. And of course, with a hunter, you had a knife, Native American. But that is now once I knew that it was finished. Mm. I understand it. And uh, that's all I needed. Mm. And I think a lot of people, if you understand uh, the animosity you have or the hatred you have or dislike for something, if we come to terms with it, all kinds of things change within us. Through that one tiny little explanation, you think, well, God, I'm not that bad. Maybe I'm, I'm miscalculating myself in this area or this area. Yeah. Not just one area. 
Yeah, yes, it becomes like a self-development exercise, basically. Absolutely, and all of a sudden you have the strength. Yeah, I'm going to try this. Yeah. Very, very interesting. So my next okay. question was um, yeah. that I thought we would uh, we would cover cover one more question, and we probably start running it up. Is so you know I love a bit of tarot. You know we both oh, yeah. love a bit of the tarot. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what kind of questions can you can you ask the tarot owners? Well. Uh, you tell me. What, uh, <laughs> and then I, I'll come in on that because you you do the tarot. I do as well, although yeah, I wouldn't yeah. advertise I, myself as a Mystic Meg. But yeah. um, you do you do them for others, don't you? Are they friends, or do you do it on a professional basis? Mostly friends. Mostly yeah. friends. I mean, maybe That's like good. here and there, if someone asks me, I, I will do it. Um, I think the thing, the interesting thing with tarot is like there's so much. There's so much room for interpretation, right? Because of the pictures and the meanings and depending on which deck you have, they have different meanings and so on and so forth. But I think in terms of questions that you can ask the tarot, it's like, you can ask, you can probably ask the tarot any question underneath the sky, mm -hmm. but it also then depends on your interpretation. I think doing it for yourself is probably very hard because you never want to see the difficulties that the, the tarot might want to bring forward into your attention. I think I think for the tarot to work though, I think especially if you do it for yourself, you have to have a very honest relationship with yourself. If the tarot, <laughs> yeah. you know, if the tarot is saying, uh-uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's, uh -huh. there's something we want to bring to your attention here. Like, don't be an idiot. You have to kind of listen right you have yes. to be very very honest with yourself and i think it's very difficult if you do for friends right because you only want to see the good things so i suppose it depends on how you um depends on how you package it i suppose in in some ways i think it's all about the narrative and the package that you bring around the bring around the tarot i think yeah what are, what are your thoughts well i think when you're saying um uh, let's say uh, what you just mentioned though uh, the tarot says don't be such an idiot what it would do is to confirm what you're thinking about anyway yeah and that sometimes gives you the strength of yeah let me rethink that again yeah so that is a good point yeah and because uh, tarot can be very ambiguous um uh i can see um for, for example um uh, well, let me can you edit i'm going to get some tarot okay we don't yeah. have to edit that out that's okay. absolutely fine go get it okay because well, I have personally had that right where I was like, my mind was running wild and I had the yes. question yes. And, and I sort of did a, did a, did a tarot deck and just like, I was like, I was like, I'm just going to pull one card. Okay. What comes up. And that one yes. card did make me rethink my decision quite drastically. So okay. it has been really Yeah. It has been really useful. I can't remember what context, what the question was, but it the, has the done. problem is that if you don't like the first card that you don't keep Get yeah, yeah no, well, yeah. that's what I mean. That's what I said. You have to be really honest with yourself. It's like if you get that card, you can't yeah. pull another. You have to stick with it. Okay. You know. Now you have this, to trust this one, uh, this one, uh, I drew for you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. Uh, it's the Knight of Cups. Okay. And and the interpretation, of course, you see, I'm I'm not trying to bore the 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 public that is listening, obviously. It shows a, a very mangy horse, thin, which they are in Italy, anywhere, whatever. And uh, he's um, giving a slitty eye. My God, I've got this man on the, my back. And he has on a black robe, which is which is fine. And a, a, sil a silver, a large, oversized, large silver cup. 
And in the background, you see an army such as Saccharins that you have in the Middle East, because these are this type of cards. Um, but the horse is going forward. Now then, my interpretation in this instance is literally that of one of opportunity. Mm. Um, an invitation or an opportunity that uh, that you will be presented with. The, um, the slitty-eyed horse is possibly your own reluctance to be able to see a good deal when 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 this chalice with the silver chalice is being offered to you mm. so if i say what does that make sense to you yeah uh, opportunity approaching that's that's what i feel you're going to have is is an opportunity however with this uh, as i mentioned there are as uh, soldiers behind you which means there is a challenge as well yeah so that but he's, he has a very nice reins on this this slitty eyed skinny horse uh but again it means it's spiritual so it is guided it is not a random opportunity so does that does that make any sense to anybody mm, because mm, we're trying to get some it's so interesting i was going to mention i was going to mention this after we stopped our recording but i'm going to bring it in because oh yeah i had a dream yesterday no like last night basically with my best with my best friend from Norway yeah and I maybe I thought it was maybe about him but maybe it's about me because there was like an opportunity like we were presented with a really important opportunity okay. in that dream I can't remember what it was I just remember there was like fanfare party it was some sort of opportunity basically yeah because um, I because I, I was going to message him after this and be like hey I think something good is going to come into your life very very soon um so it's interesting that you'd pull that card and that had that dream uh, yes. this morning. Yeah, that's very yeah. interesting. Yes, I, I've, I, well, I've felt it for yourself. Yeah. So if if uh, if a person, let's say you're doing your own thing, you're you're pulling this, and uh, then you see, obviously, you see the cr same crowd and you see everything else, and and you get the feeling of opportunity. You then try very hard to relate it to yourself. Yeah. One of the worst things, worst things that we do as human beings is we see the word opportunity and we think we can sit back and oh, that yeah. opportunity will arise no that is quite the opposite you have to work hard on in your job even if you're thinking of leaving it work hard on your job because that is because of your hard work it could be that is where the opportunity lies mm, mm, mm. or if you leave a job to try to leave it as on a very amiable level not because you want to be that squeaky clean nice person but because it will benefit you mm. so whatever circumstances are around a person make the very best of your predicament let's say you're even you're, you're collecting your school meals or something who knows thank you oh how nice this is so lovely i'm so grateful that could be where the opportunity lies and say hey listen there's this this thing going on are you interested in it's our attitude that will then bring forward the opportunity. Mm, mm, totally agree. And I'm, you know, that's yeah. one thing which I really appreciate from your from your teaching to me all these years is just to make the most of it. You know, yeah. you have to, Not even easy. though even though a clairvoyant or a psychic or a tarot yeah. reader says, oh, you're going to get a great opportunity. It's like, yeah. you're going to have to work for it, mate. Absolutely. And the working for it is just being a good person. And that obviously, oddly enough, is, uh, you know, you always ask for and something, a happy message. Yeah. 
or something like that, whatever you call it. I don't have, it's not a happy message, but that relates to exactly what we were saying, um, that um, there isn't anyone that doesn't appreciate kindness and compassion. And if we show that, that kindness and compassion in our limited surroundings, that means kindness. If you're collecting a freebie, maybe a food bank, I'm going right down, a food bag. Maybe you're, you're selling the, uh, the um, what's it called? The big brother thing, the issue, the issue. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It has helped. That thank you. Just try it. And compassion for some, my gosh, oh, I feel so, I thought I had it bad. By you saying you thought you had it bad and acknowledging the difficulty that somebody else has, that is compassion. And that mm. registers within other people. And that's when, hey, just wait, wait a second. Listen, there's something going on. Are you interested in this? Do you think this would help? That's where that opportunity then arises, even though you have nothing to offer in life, nothing there. What can I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So repeat, repeat your phrase again, just to everybody. Uh, there isn't anyone that doesn't appreciate kindness and compassion. Thank you. I really and like if, that, Ernest. If we practice that, that's when the opportunities arise. Yeah, I totally agree. I yeah. totally agree. I mean, if you can choose to be something, choose to be good. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This was great. This was really, I, I, I'm loving sort of this questions that we're answering and it's yeah. sort of dynamic and everything. That's brilliant. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for who, for everybody yes. who listens. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, you know, send them across and we will um, answer those questions on the, on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thor, as well. Yes. I hope anybody got a little something out of this. Yeah, no, I'm sure they did. Um, I'm yeah. sure they did. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spiritual Link, the podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or want us to explore a topic even further, please reach out on our Instagram account at Spiritual Link Co.